Welcome to Lessons from the Helpful Dead, where you'll learn the world is not what it seems and you are much more than you think you are. Here you'll learn about positive and reassuring messages from supposedly dead people whose main purpose is to help us. Find out what happens after we die, why we're here, how we got here, where we're going, and discover that you are really a powerful eternal spirit. I'm Dan McEnany. Today we'll talk about the growing acceptance of the evidence for the survival of the human personality after death, and we will also take a look at the question, how valid can information be if it comes from non-living sources? About the growing acceptance for the evidence, in recent decades there have been so many experiences by so many people that the amount of evidence for survival of the personality is overwhelming. You probably know someone who has communicated that way. I have been present when friends designing electronic equipment have conversed regularly with a departed engineer friend, friend who was guiding them. Another friend has patents on several remarkable inventions, but he's quick to tell those who can understand that he's helped by spirit entities in the design and the manufacture of these products. An author I know was visited by a recently deceased friend while driving around Washington, D.C. on Interstate 495, the Outer Beltway, during a fierce storm. The author was worried about her daughter who was driving another car. The deceased friend appeared in the passenger seat and reassured that author that her daughter was okay and went on to share some personal things that were significant to the two of them and confided that if she had realized how good it was on the other side, she wouldn't have struggled so long against her disease while she was alive. Now, that is not an endorsement for suicide by any means. It's merely a testimony to the positive way that she was experiencing what we call death. In well-documented books and in the personal experiences of thousands of people today, there is ample evidence of the survival of personalities after death. It is simply a question of whether or not you wish to accept it. Go to any bookstore and you'll find books written by respected psychics, most of them fairly consistent in describing aspects of the afterlife. Of course, you can do the same online, since there are fewer bookstores today. For those interested, one of the easiest to read, and one with many entertaining and interesting examples, is the book Reaching to Heaven by James Van Prague. Uh, if you were to read that book, you would find many of the same points made here in our podcast. For those who choose to accept the evidence, it is clear that on a consistent basis for the last hundred years and more, many people have been coming back, not only to tell us what it's like after death, but also to give specific messages to loved ones or others they knew while alive. So to the question, is there any evidence that our personalities survive after death? The answer is yes. But that leads to another question in many people's minds, and that is, how valid can information be if it comes from someone who isn't living now? In my opinion, the correct answer is about as valid as information that comes from people who are living now. 
There are certain living authors, publishers, leaders of countries, politicians, political commentators, newscasters, and religious leaders for whom you may have a great deal of respect. Others you might take with a grain of salt. Still others you may hold in low regard, and some you may loathe considering them to be untrustworthy with evil intent. Likewise, there are today numerous personalities who are no longer quote, alive, in our sense of the word, who are the sources of channeled information. And some of what comes through seems like quackery or distorted viewpoints, and some is obvious trash. So information from non-living sources needs to be evaluated in the same manner you'd evaluate information that comes from living sources. Is it positive? Is it constructive? Are there enduring fundamental themes that make good common sense? Does it provide satisfying answers to questions that may not be answered all that well by other sources, such as science and organized religion? Does it leave you feeling uplifted, hopeful, optimistic? Does it reaffirm the worthiness of your existence? Does it help you to help others? If the answer to all those questions is yes, and the information comes from someone who isn't living now, it deserves a lot more respect than much of the information coming from living sources. Consider, for example, some of the information from scientists. What scientists have told us down through the ages, while their personalities were connected with their living bodies, has often been regarded as gospel truth. And then it's been proved wrong 30, 50, or 100 years later. The flat earth, the possibility of man flight, most of Newtonian physics, the list is pretty long. Here's another perspective on that question. Ask yourself, where does an idea come from? Where does a melody come from? We've already looked at some convincing evidence that personalities survive death. Wouldn't it be logical to assume that personalities after death would continue to have ideas and want to communicate them? That they'd still enjoy melodies and, wanted, and want to communicate them? Both the ideas and the melodies need not be better or worse just because the personality has left the body. From these perspectives, information from someone who isn't living in the physical body now can indeed be valid. It depends on the content, just as it does for information from living people. That brings us to still another question, a very important one. It is this. When you survey the information which comes to us through non-living sources. Are there enduring fundamental ideas about the way things really are? And do they meet the criteria for deserving our respect? The answer, again, in my opinion, is yes. Specifically, there are two basic enduring fundamental ideas that come to us through non-living sources and which are backed up by some living sources as well. Those two ideas are, one, the world is not what it seems. Two, we are much more than we think we are. There are other ideas as well, including a lot of exciting and positive ones. These two are basic, however, and attested to by so many non-living and living sources that they deserve an especially close look. In the next session, 
we'll look at what some of the living sources tell us. That includes your own intellect, scientists, and psychics while they were alive. Once again, I'm Dan McEnany, bringing you lessons from the helpful dead.